0: Hey, and welcome to Beyond Motherhood Radio. I am so honored to share this space with you. Here, we'll talk all things motherhood, parenting, relationships, mindset, child development, and tapping into your purpose, all to help you live your most aligned and best life. My name is Brittany, and I am married to my high school sweetheart, a mother to four children under the age of six, a certified parenting coach, and a former elementary school teacher turned stay-at-home mom. I am on a mission to help you raise amazing humans while living your purpose, and staying somewhat sane in the process. If you're ready to go beyond motherhood, let's jump in. Hello, Beyond Motherhood family. Whew, what a year it has been. We started this podcast back in February, and we are nearing Thanksgiving at the time of this recording. I am so grateful that I decided to take this leap and to start sharing my knowledge and thoughts and advice and ideas and stories over the airwaves with you I will admit, I do not feel the least bit professional, but one thing I do know is that you will never get better at something if you don't try. I also know that if something's on your heart, you must look deeper and take a chance on yourself. And that is exactly what I have done here this year with Beyond Motherhood Radio. Some, some weeks gave us technical difficulties and we ran out of minutes on our host site. Some weeks I felt like my topic really landed with you. And then in other weeks I felt like I didn't produce my best quality work. And all of that is perfectly fine. In both my daily life and my parenting life and now my teacher life, I work to reflect on these things and find areas to improve. I cannot wait to bring you more topics, continue to share my stories from inside our own walls, give you my best practices, and dive deeper as we enter 2024. I also want to bring in more guests, more personal growth ideas, and just more, more goodness. Maybe even get a sponsorship or two. Who knows what this new year will bring. With that said, over the next couple of months, we will be sharing some revisit episodes. These episodes will be pulled from our vault. I'll be working to crank out new content mixed in with some of these oldies, but goodies. And today we'll be starting with one of my most popular topics, confidence. I'll be resharing one of my most downloaded episodes, sharing all about building and maintaining confidence in motherhood, but also in life. I know it resonated with so many listeners when it first was released, and if this is your second listen or your first listen or your hundredth listen of this episode, I hope you still find value in it, because at the end of the day, you know your children best, and your confidence comes with knowing that. Also, since this recording, I had a birthday, and I think that this birthday made me reflect even more than my others for some reason. I think, honestly, it's because I'm closer to 40 than I am 30 now. I'm 36. And I just want to add here, because I don't think I talked about this in the episode, but I have now come to understand that age gives you confidence too. And talking with people who are older and wiser, they have shared this this insight with me as well. Age is the best thing that you can do for your confidence. So when your birthdays are creeping up and you're Feeling like, oh, ho, hum, don't be scared because what I have found to be true is that with each decade I've stepped into, it's become better than the one prior. And so with that, I hope you enjoy today's revisit episode. Hello and welcome back to Beyond Motherhood Radio. I am your host, Brittany LaJoy, and the focus of today's episode is one that I will admit right up front is truly something that I have struggled with forever, quite literally forever. And based on my personal informal market research, i.e. my Instagram community, this is something that we are all struggling with. But much like many topics inside of motherhood, we don't talk about it or hear about it much at all. So today we'll be talking about confidence Confidence, yes, in motherhood, but also in life in general. And contrary to what you might believe, the most confident people have truly worked at it. They have established their beliefs and their boundaries, and they have been able to successfully share those with the world. So everybody in their circle knows exactly where they stand. They are walking examples of being in alignment with their true self. But again, we cannot dismiss the work that goes into building our confidence, much like other aspects of our lives, our relationships, our parenting, our jobs. We're constantly working at being better. And so let's jump in today. What if we flip the script and instead of saying, oh, everyone has this motherhood thing figured out except for me. What if we said, I've got this motherhood parenting. It's my jam. Yeah, that sounds a little bit corny. But that's what we need to tell ourselves because the key to unlocking the confidence coded motherhood is just a feeling. It's feeling so powerful in your own abilities and your own knowingness that you are on this earth to be the mother of your children. They have handpicked you, <laughs> amazing, right? They have handpicked you to have a human experience in your care. And it pains me when I hear another mother question themselves question if they're doing it right or hiding their fear by laughing it off by saying things like, I'm just winging it. Or even if I hear a parent getting a compliment, they just laugh it off and say, oh, you just caught us on a good day. No, we aren't winging it. You are not winging it. Okay. Some days it might feel like we're winging it and we have nothing going for us and we're just going through the motions. Absolutely. But in the grand scheme of things in motherhood, you are actually thriving. Because motherhood is your jam. You know your children, and you know who you want your children to become. And plot twist, you actually do know what you're doing. The key to breaking the confidence code is simple. You just have to know that you're enough. And contrary to what you might think, you actually really do got this. But you know what? If my little pep talk isn't enough for you, here are a few tangible things that you can do to start implementing today to build your confidence in both motherhood, parenting, also in life. Personally, I grew up extremely insecure and I lacked any type of confidence at all from my perspective, right? If my mom was in the room, she would maybe say that I had a little bit of confidence in some aspects of my life, but for me internally, it was, yep, zero confidence. I was the only girl in the middle of four exceptionally bright and talented brothers, and I tried really, really hard in everything. I think I noted that in my very first episode, and it was always just like barely missed out on the goals that I had set for myself. So when I became an adult, my goal setting was really intentional and you know accomplishing those goals has made me feel really good because for so long it was a really hard thing for me to do so naturally growing up growing up includes growing your confidence but it wasn't until i realized that it's actually a skill that can be practiced that i understood that i do need to work on releasing the limiting beliefs that i set for myself and live my life according to my own rules and that does not look the same for everybody And that's hard because we see a lot of lives in our real lives or even on social media that look like we want those types of lives, but really you might not want to. So if you desire to live a more aligned life and build your personal motherhood confidence, here are five practices that have helped me in this ongoing process. Number one, change and create your personal narrative. So this Refers to understanding that you are not your past, right? Your past does not define you. It is part of your story, but it is not defining who you are now. So you're going to ask yourself four things Who do I desire to be? How does that version of me show up in the world? What does she wear, say, do, and like? And where does she spend her time in real life? and on social media. So I encourage you to take five minutes and just answer these questions. It's a journaling practice that can be really beneficial to understanding actually who you are and where you want to show up in the world and how you want to show up in the world. So I did this practice myself. There are things that I'm going to be sharing with you throughout my podcast journey that I have done myself. I don't encourage you or I don't ask you to do something that I have not done or that I don't find beneficial or has been successful for me. So I have done this, and I would like to share with you my example of my own personal narrative. Brittany, I desire to be a woman and mother of integrity. I desire to make an impact on the lives of the ladies, moms, and children in my circle of influence. And I can kind of extend that to all parents, all people in my circle of influence, I show up authentically while in alignment with my highest self. I am multi-passionate and love the things that I love, and I'm not afraid to say no to the things that I don't love. I hold myself in high regard, and I value my abilities. I like to be comfortable in what I wear, even if that means a baseball hat and no makeup on most days. I'm a processor, a listener, and an empath. I have confidence that my spiritual side is 100% part of my being. I am conscious of who I spend my time with and which outlets receive my energy. I strive for positivity in all areas. So that is my personal narrative. That is my adult personal narrative. That's not who I may have wanted to be as a teenager or even a young adult. But now that is who I want to show up as in this world. It is posted. It is present for me to see. I read it all the time. It is who I desire to be. And because I know that, because I've actually taken the time to put it into the world and write it down, it is more likely to come true and be part of who I am. Number two, be unapologetically rooted in your core values. Okay? What do you care about most in your life? A core value are the fundamental beliefs of a person or an organization, These guiding principles dictate our behavior, and it can help people understand the difference between right and wrong. Core values also help companies or people to determine if they are on the right path and fulfilling their goals by creating an unwavering guide. Okay, that was taken like from Google or the internet or something. Some, what is core values? I typed it into Google, and that was your answer. Once you figure out your core values, don't waver you need to be brave enough to say no and be bold enough to step up or to walk away. So core values are essential in your personal life, your family dynamics, relationships, friendships. I am going to go as far to say as the core values in your home and understanding with your partner is key. So having a solid foundation and a basic understanding with your partner is key in getting trust and respect from your children. And this stems from your values, your core values in your home. You may have differing parenting styles than your, than your partner, but when it comes to having the core values in place, your children will be able to feel you on a united front, so your relationship will grow and foster in a much more loving and respectful manner when you and your partner are on the same team. You can actually learn from one another, even if you are so different. It might sound like this. I saw the situation this way. What did you see? And that can elicit a conversation. And yes, you're saying, I saw this differently. I might not have handled it the same way that you did, but I'm willing to learn from you. And based on our core value of understanding, based on our core value of joy in our home, I want to make sure that we we bring that joy into our home with our kids. And that was not an example of joy. So let's talk about that. Know your partner so well that know when they need help before they actually need the help. So part of your confidence as a mom is knowing that your partner has your back or when you need their help. Number 3 is to let go of other people's opinions and live your life on your own terms. I mean, I feel like this is such a cliche thing to say, right? We we've heard that since we were young. But it, I really don't feel like and and I would hope that some of you can relate to this. I don't feel like this concept of letting go of other people's opinions is really something that we actually do until we become parents. And sometimes not even then. But until we become adults, until we get older, because it's so much about other people's opinions all of the time. And this might be something for you, a recovering people pleaser, or even just a current people pleaser. We are stuck in how others feel about us. I'm raising my hand here because I am right there with you. It's a matter of understanding that You are not living their life. They are not living yours. So this might be harsh, but no one cares as much about your life as you do. So why do we spend so much time and energy worrying about what they think? Again, easier said than done, but here are some ways that you can work through this. Constantly evaluate your purpose. Why is it that you do the things that you do? A lot of people refer to this as your why. Why do you exercise every single day? Why are you pursuing a side hustle? Why are you going into work at four in the morning, right? Constantly evaluating your purpose. Journal your fears. Journaling is a concept that might be new to some of us, but I super encourage you to start to implement this practice into your life whether it be a five minute thing in the morning, they actually have journals called the five minute journal, where they give you prompts, and you just jot down your thoughts for five minutes every single morning. It is something that if you make a consistent practice in your life, it can truly change your mindset. And it can start to eliminate the limiting beliefs that you have. And it can also just empty out your brain, right? We are constantly thinking of different things that we need to do, or things that we need to remind ourselves of, or, our brains are full. (laughs) My brain is full right now and I can't even speak correctly because my brain is so full all of the time. Journaling helps us to brain dump some of those things. The next one is to feel your emotions, let them surface in your body and let them leave. So a lot of us don't feel our emotions. I want you to think about that. Do I let myself feel my emotions? Probably not. Probably not. It's probably one of those things that was stifled for us as kids and growing up, like stop crying, you're fine, all of those things that could be triggering for you now or just common practice for you to say now, and you're reflecting that too as a parent. So feel those emotions, let them surface in your body, give yourself a good cry and then leave. It takes an emotion, roughly three minutes to be felt in your body and then leave. But a lot of us harbor them, and it stays stuck with us, and we literally stay stuck if we do not let ourselves feel. So reflect on the situation. So why are you triggered? If you're seeing something and experiencing something, and it is eliciting a feeling inside of you, that could mean that you're triggered by something. Now, the big key here is to see that you're triggered and to ask yourself why and to reflect on it. Again, it's not going to go away until you're reflecting and you're saying, okay, I am feeling this way because I am jealous. I am jealous of what this person is doing in their side hustle, right? And maybe that means that you want to have something outside of motherhood, outside of being a stay-at-home mom, or you want to earn an extra income so that you can contribute to your household. So think of those things and why they're triggering for you. And if it's something that you might wanna do, be, or have, work towards that. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a negative thing. If you're jealous of somebody, does not necessarily mean that it's negative. It could actually be very empowering, okay? Number four is to rely on your intuition. In order to build your confidence in motherhood, I highly encourage you to rely on your intuition. And I'm going to refer to this as intuition-based parenting. So going back to what I said at the beginning, you know your child. They are yours. And I talk to a lot of moms daily about like the how-tos of things. And a lot of our conversation is about how to sleep or how to feed or things of that sort. My parenting style, personally, I would say is more like laid back. But honestly, it's just really intuitive. And many people ask me about how my children are great sleepers or, you know, honestly, I just need to be honest and say it's a core value of ours that our children are independent sleepers. So my calm energy allows my children to know that they're taken care of and they're safe when they're going to bed. And I have a really strong intuition, as do all of you, for knowing exactly what my child needs. I never necessarily read any books or invested in any sleep courses, and I'm not against any of that by any means at all. I love furthering our education, obviously, like that is why I'm here. But sometimes it's best to stay off Google and Instagram and just dive into your own intuition. And when you do that and when you feel success in that, that is when your confidence will continue to grow. I promise. Number five, this brings me to my final point. You, are energy and personal alignment with your inner being is going to be the key in breaking the confidence-coded motherhood. So who are you? What kind of mother do you wanna be? Show up in the world as her. It is much harder to live inauthentically, trust me, I've done it for many years, than it is to live in authenticity. We all wanna fit in, right? We all wanna fit in. But do you know what? When you own who you are and what you value and how you wanna raise your kids and stay true and consistent to that, That's the key in breaking the code, and then you'll feel so confident to face any and all problems because you know that it's not a problem, it's just a misalignment. So something in your vibration is off. Take a deep breath, love your babies, and be that mom that you desire to be because you are perfect for your child. Now, this list is by no means conclusive, but it's a start, and half the battle with anything is just starting and doing it messy. So I wanted to share a conversation that I had with a new mom a while back. She said to me, quote, I am so going to be a Pinterest mom. And I was instantly triggered going back to the reflecting on being triggered. Why was I? Well, the Urban Dictionary defines a Pinterest mom as a mom that literally DIYs and crafts every blanking thing. Okay. So I adore this mom. She is a wonderful, funny, one of the most brightest lights this world has to offer. I love her so much. But the point is, the statement is exactly what society is feeding to new moms. A two-month postpartum mom is defining herself as what she thinks she needs to be before she's even stopped bleeding from labor. (laughs) TMI there. But it pains me. It saddens me that moms could not define themselves without the fear of judgment from others. Have you ever been at an event with your child and one of the children is, I'm gonna use air quotes here, acting out? Look at the parent. Their face is covered in embarrassment and fear of judgment from the other parents. Take a look. I promise you will see this anywhere that you go with your child. The best thing I've ever done in my motherhood journey is to have the confidence in my abilities my values, and my children. Confidence in your children, that's a new concept because we need to trust our children, trust that we as moms have and will continue to give them the tools to show up respectfully and unapologetically themselves, just like us. Listen, I envy Pinterest moms. I envy you. I swoon over your projects. (laughs) I will pay somebody to do the projects for me because I love them so much. I drool at your decorated cakes. I buy mine from Hannaford. And I've tried to get out of that, but I think that's probably just going to be who I am. I buy them at the grocery store. And I am completely and utterly in awe of your passion to create things. But this isn't about Pinterest, because this is about you. Who are you? Who are you as a mother? Be her. Also, it is okay to be a different type of mom than you envisioned. Okay, when we get pregnant, we have this vision. We have this feeling. We want to be this mom that maybe was exactly like our mom or the exact opposite of our mom or the mom we saw Sally be Sally Jo be or the mom we think we want to be. And then motherhood hits us. And sometimes it hits us like a ton of bricks. So I want to give you the confidence, back to confidence here, that it's okay to be a different type of mom than you thought you were going to be. It's okay to change the type of mom that you are. Like, if you want to be a different type of mom tomorrow, start working on that. Don't be a Pinterest mom if you don't want to be a Pinterest mom. Because I promise that there are many of us who have no interest in being that. But all joking aside, confidence in motherhood is one of my favorite things to teach in order to empower mothers. Because we live in a time of this method, that schedule, this way, that advice, this developmental stage, and that thing that we all need. But here's what you actually need when it comes to mothering love. You need understanding, willingness to fail, willingness to grow, willingness to ask for help, a routine that works for your family. And the confidence to know that you are doing exactly what you should be doing. No questions asked. So I see you Googling. I see you inquiring. And I need you to know that you've actually got it right. Your intuition is right. Your gut is right. Your child was made for you and you for them. So have confidence. Go out there. Hold your head high. And be the best mom that you can be or parent, or grandparent, or caretaker, or teacher. Have a beautiful week. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you love this episode. And if you did, would you please share it with another mom friend? We cannot support each other enough these days. And perhaps sharing this podcast will bring some light to someone else in your life. Feel free to leave a rating and a review so we can continue to have these important parenting conversations together. With that, I'll see you next time. Take care.